BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. So before I met Stuber, I kissed a lot of frogs. I've had my share of dating stories, horror stories. Actually, I was a terrible dater. I actually went on a date with a guy and it actually felt like an interview. I'm not joking. It was, uh, it was, it was awful to the point where like I kept going to the bathroom. I'm like, what is he like my favorite color? where do I go? What do I do? It was so, I mean, it was so bad, but I actually, if I had to go back, like I would date more. I know it sounds weird, but like, I felt like I was always the girl who like, just would like kiss someone and then just be fucking monogamous for like four years, which is really crazy. But my little story brings me today to a very special guest who specializes in matchmaking, specifically million-dollar matchmaking. She's a total badass who is not paid to hide her true feelings. I quote her. She's a third-generation matchmaker with a 99% success rate. She's been called the Simon Cowell of dating. We could not be happier to have Patty Stranger with us here today. Patty, you're awesome. Oh, my God, Molly. I, I get to you. meet you in person. I know. Wait. She walked in and you were like, wait, I've seen you. Yeah, we met a long time ago. I Where was we, we, were, we were at Lord of the Rings. You were dating the Latin actor. Oh, Enrique. And he lived around the corner from me in Marina Del Rey. So we, we lived did, in Marina right, Del Rey. Right, so like, that's how we were. And I was in awe because I loved Vegas. And uh, I was searching for, you know, Vigo Mortensen that night. <laughs> and you kept telling me he was on the opposite side because I kept <laughs> looking for him. And we were at like just picking up olives or something at the little, you know, platters, you know, little food that they had at. And I just was like an obvious. You, know, you were so cool. You were very nice. Oh, thank Which for, you. for somebody like, you know, when you're famous and people are really kind of snotty, I won't mention any names, no, but fine. there's been a couple yeah. A-listers that are I'm like, sure. you know, hello, I have my entourage. And you were oh, like, yeah, so sorry. not like that. You were so normal. No. Yeah. Oh, God, Enrique. Fuck, yeah. he crushed me. And he was hot. He was and hot. And I remember, so hot. I remember watching him. Was he like CSI or one of those He was shows? on a show called Without a Trace. Without a Trace. That's it. Um, yeah. I knew it was one of those I CBS know. things. He yeah. definitely, he definitely, he, he rocked me. He, um, he ended up breaking up with me. But you probably me. learned from that mistake to get Stuber, even though Stuber was married to someone else when you met, because I know your story from Nick's, your Nick's, Nick's uh, podcast. And I thought to myself, you learned something about yourself 
girls pay attention in the room to her, her little assistants who are sitting here. <laughs> uh, because when you go through the badass who won't commit to you and you start to redefine what you want, that draws in if you're at a high you know, vibrational frequency and you love yourself. You're not like a doormat. You'll walk away and go, screw you. I did. It was probably, I think, if I look back in terms of like a heartbreak, it was it was really hard. You know, he broke. I mean, we were definitely having issues, but he broke with me. I was literally bringing him in an in and out burger on set. And he broke up with me on the way. Like, Who I was, breaks up with Molly Sims? Well, I mean, what did. is he, crazy? Is he gay? Like, no, what's that he's about? Not. No, he's, not. <laughs> he's not. He's awesome. But he definitely, he, he crushed me. And then about six months later, it's what you said. I just, I couldn't go back. Can I be honest for the millions of people who are listening? I actually thought I would always go back. Every six months, every four months, I was dating some idiot Those Latin guy. sex guys, I know, right? he was it's amazing. sex, you get addicted. But he was, you know, so up and down and crazy. And I think that's also why I fell in love with him because he was Peter Pan. He was this like, you know, he was this. Is he married now? He's still not married. <gasps> that's really. That's super red flaggy. I know. Oh, don't but date, he's don't date him, L.A. Don't date him. <laughs> no. He needs he's my actually, help. <laughs> he's actually so charismatic. His family is beyond beautiful. and But it definitely it put me into therapy. I'd never gone to therapy before in my life. I learned that I was not the type of human being that could walk on eggshells. I learned that I remember, my mom, I remember my dad coming to visit me, and he was like, this won't serve you. Ooh, good this dad advice. Serve you, you have a good later. dad. Then. I have a good dad. So you have good, you have good role models. Then. I do. So that's probably what made you get out of it. Yeah. You know, everybody needs one bad boy. Just oh, not, he was a bad boy, and right, I loved him though. Right. But I, you don't boy. marry. I, okay, Patty, do you marry the bad no, boy? No, it's called the anti guy. I actually fell in love with my anti guy, which after I broke up with my fiance Andy on the show before I met David who I'm not with anymore. I'm single now. We can talk about that later. Mm. So um, I had an anti-guy and it turned out to be my brother-in-law's best friend, the surfer dude. Oh, yeah. You know, really good looking blonde hair, you know, fell out of the pages of, you know, Banana Republic and all that, you know, J. Crew. And I was like, I'm not going to fall in love with him. I'm just going to screw him. And sure enough, I fell yeah. in love with him. And you don't fall in love with your anti-guy. That's the worst thing No, I fell in love with my anti-guy. But you know what? I think also, like, we had such a great friendship and we had such a great ride. But I look back and I think, it's what you said. It did serve me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. You guys have heard me talk about Beta Brand. I've been wearing them over a year. You know, guys just ever wake up wishing you could just go to work in your yoga pants? Well, guess what? Now you can. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Stylish and polished, but with the comfort of your favorite loungewear. Trust me, ladies. These are so, so comfortable. I've been a fan of this company for a few years now, and they're truly, truly life-changing. I'm running around all day with Gray, Scarlett, Brooks at work. And honestly, I just want to be comfortable. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like professional dress pants, so you always look put together. There are tons of different styles to choose from. Straight leg, skinny cropped, bootleg, and more colors from classic black to fun prints like houndstooth, and they even come in denim styles, which honestly are really, really cool. I have a skinny leg classic in black, and they are extremely flattering. The best part is that they have pockets. Yes, we all love us some pockets. We're talking comfort and function. No more fake pockets that are sewn shut. These pants are designed for real women who need real pockets. 
Right now, our listeners can get 30% off their Beta Brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash lipstick. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash lipstick for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show too. So make sure you support us, guys. Find out why one are ditching the typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash lipstick for 30% off. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays, subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the birds papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Okay, so you were a third generation matchmaker. Yes, yes. Your mom and dad are Ira and Rhoda, who I freaking love. Actually, it's actually, actually it's Phil and Rhoda. But oh, I, Phil and Rhoda. Yeah, Phil. Phil. My, my mother's first husband didn't raise me, so yeah. Phil and yeah, Rhoda. Yeah, Irwin and Gordon, Phil and yeah. Rhoda were matchmakers. No, Phil was not a matchmaker. He was in the clothing business okay. and in the jewelry business. Big in the garment center. And my mom… And her, my grandmother were the matchmakers for the local temple because my mom was like the first divorce in like 1960, I think three, when Mrs. Maisel era was. And if you got divorced in 1963, you were shunned. You were a scarlet woman. So my mother fixed her up with her first husband. She said, I got to do it again. And she did it again. Six months later, they got married after the divorce. My mom was fast. She's been married three times and until she passed away. But she was a fast, she had that S factor. She said to me, both me and my sister. Men are like buses. They come every 10 minutes. You just got to know what bus to get on. Now, I was completely opposite. I was clueless. I didn't, I didn't know what bus to get Did on. Did you date as a young girl? I was a terrible dater. I was insecure. I became a matchmaker to understand how men thought. I thought I'd have the competitive edge and I would know like, oh, what they're thinking. Because like when they didn't call, I was like, why don't they call? Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I would spend hours. Call. Stories, stories. Like that scene in, um, in Sex and the City, he's not into you. I'd be like, you know, and now I learned he's not into you. It's not really he's not into you. He's not a match for you. That just means that's okay, not so your guy. Okay, so talk about that a little bit. Okay. okay. All right, because so many of my girlfriends— mm-hmm you know, that are young or recently divorced, yeah. they're like— You mean all of L.A., yeah. <laughs> you mean all of L.A., and actually some in New York. Right. What is the best advice you can give our listeners who are looking for the perfect mate? Like, okay. first of all, is there is there a perfect yes, mate? Yes, but it's got to be like you break it down. First of all, you need chemistry. You need sexual compatibility. If you don't have sexual compatibility, it's, it's a roommate. Okay, so Nick Vile said to me, it's okay, you know, to have sex on the first date. No, I, Nick Vile is an <laughs> asshole. I love you, Nick. And you're probably going to ask me to go do your podcast next because I would like to whip you into shape with dating a 20-something mm-hmm. that Molly said to you, if I'm not mistaken, you know, he was like the fuck boy. Can we say F boy? There's a new TV show on, on HBO Max. So I'm allowed to say it now. It's in the vocabulary now. So, um, you know, and I like him. He's but very he's, smart. But there's like this, you could be a Peter Pan forever. Like you were saying, let's see him put a ring on it. Let's see him get it. And she's normal. She's like a nurse and hot. And you don't find that. That's like a, you know, grand hoo-ha. But um, when you're dating, you know, you have to realize like you're, you get your best friend. You get someone who respects you and cherishes you. Women need to be cherished more than respected. Men need to be respected. And that's what I found in Suber. Like, oh, I God. Who wouldn't respect no, him? No, but I look back and I think, 
oh, how could I have dated or been with the anti-guy or whatever? Like, and I look at him and I think, oh my God, you check all my boxes. All my boxes. Right. You have great chemistry. They have your back if God forbid you got sick. Um, it's fun to be with, laugh with. You'll have bad times and good times. That's life. You know, good father if you want to have children. is protector and a provider, you know. Even if you're pooling your money together, you want a guy that's generous. Birthdays come. Christmas comes. You know, Valentine's Day, every guy runs away. You know, that's a big holiday to us. You know? One, one guy ran away on Thanksgiving. I'm like, we're just fucking cutting a turkey. Like, it's not, like, we're not, you know, cutting a wedding cake. But that means, because that means you're serious. So he was terrified of being serious. And by the way, when you see— Terrified the- and, just for the record, still not married. There you go. So The when- last three guys I dated are still not married. Ooh, that's like you curse them. I love it. It's usually they get married. That's better. I like that. That's good. You're like giving the the kibosh. <laughs> no, but, they're actually all great guys. But. but the thing is, when you date someone, you know, and they and family holidays come up, and they don't take you around your family. Like I was just counseling a guy yesterday, and he dated a hot girl that's you know, way beyond his, you know, his looks means. You know, he paid, she stayed, and then three years later they broke up in the pandemic. And I was like, "Are you just paying her bills?" And he goes, "Yes." Never met his kids. And I said to her, and that's not a relationship. No. That's an arrangement. Like you're the girlfriend experience. Like that's not a real, re- like I have to explain to these men what a relationship is. All right. So take it literal. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. Kimberly asked, where on God's earth do I meet men in person? Okay. Well, now we're in a pandemic. So we have to like take that into account. Normally you would go to places where men go. Like, you know, where there's meat, there's men, steakhouses. You go to play golf. You want to do things that men do. And even if you don't know how to do it, like skiing is a very high-end ticketed item. Really good men go skiing, by the way. It's very expensive. Um, You want to be able to take that, like pool your money. Like my mother used to say, you have a dating account for your money, for travel, for clothes, for doing things that are interesting. A dating account. Michelle, did you hear that? A dating account. A dating account. So dating account means you take a percentage of your income, just like you would do for your 401k. You put it in a dating account. By by holidays come, you want to go on vacation. You go where men go. But you got to be interested. Like, if you want to go whitewater rafting because you've always wanted to do it, men go whitewater rafting. You got to find the thing. You're not going to a knitting circle. See, some of my girlfriends only hang out with married people. I'm like, you can't hang out with married people. You're never going to meet someone. You got to step out of your comfort zone. Right. So you go to events where men go. Like, you know, I'm not, like if a man wants to find a woman, they go to spiritual classes. They go to yoga classes. It's 80% female. You're going to find someone there. So you have to do the opposite thing and you got to research it. Men's Health Magazine has great things that you can find, that you can do. Now we're in a pandemic. So everybody's going online. They're using matchmakers more than ever. That's a great way to meet someone. Do you still take people Yes, I still take people. I still have a huge company. We still do it. And, and we, what do you look for? Do you take the guy? Do you take the girl? We take any millionaire that I can fix up. I screen them. I make sure. And then anybody who's a non-millionaire, gay, straight, pansexual, bisexual, doesn't matter. They register in the system when their number comes up. It's not like I'm readily looking for them. They're not the client. The client is the one I'm looking for. But um, I still match make. Like if I see two people together and they, you know, they're not paying me, I still go, hey, you belong. You know you're them. going to heaven like a million times I over. hope so. Well, I don't have love right now. So I hopefully, you know. You will. It's harder for a matchmaker than anything else. Um, and it's harder as you age. The women over 50, I really sit there and like, I really, I mean, I have some A-listers that you would know, we can talk later, but that they're looking and if they don't have a tribe in LA, you know, like I didn't grow up here. So when I got here, I got a boyfriend, I got a job. I didn't build that tribe like I did like in Miami when I lived in Miami and in New York. So it's completely different. That's what happened to me. I think when Enrique broke up with me and that was, you know, middle 2000s, 
early 2000s, I, I said to the therapist, I'm like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like he's died. I, I feel like I, I want to go. He had such a big Cuban family. Amazing. Oh, and you just were always the doing something. The pork in the pit. It just was <laughs> I right. like, love that. And then, but I put all my eggs in that basket. Uh-huh. So when we weren't together, besides my acting troupe and like, I felt really lonely here, which is why I felt like I always went back to New York, to my apartment, to my girls, because I felt like I did have that tribe. What advice would you give women over 35 who are in the dating scene? They're over dating. They feel like they haven't met anybody. I say make dating a job. Yes. You have, you have to make it like you're looking, like even if you're on the apps and you're just sitting there, you know, with your girlfriends hanging out, you can just swipe, swipe, swipe until somebody comes up. One of my best friends just met someone on Tinder and she was just about to get off the app. She had been disgusted with it. And she just said, you know, my number just came up because that's kind of what it is. When you do the work on yourself, the number comes up because you're now a high value woman who is not going to settle. You didn't settle. I mean, even though he slipped in the door and he was with somebody else, you know, and you, he was asking that when he broke up, you still were like, I got to figure myself out before I say yes to you. That to me was the pivotal moment where you became whole. And you just said, no, I'm not going to do this until I'm ready. And no. I love that. It had nothing to do with who he was no. or what he could give you. Mm-hmm. It was all about, I need to feel good in this experience. Well, I need to work on myself. I yeah. needed to know. And I I wish I would have known you truly when we started this. I said, I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish I would have known you to, to be able to go out and date because I was so, I don't know, I wasn't. I wasn't a good dater. Like, I know— like, You were always in relationships. Like, Emisha, who yeah. can't be here today. I miss you so much, Emisha. Like, she was a great—like, she could just date and, like, go out. But those people usually like dating. You don't like dating. I didn't like you dating. You like being in that safe comfort zone. You have a parent and a, and a father and a mother that are very good, solid marriage. Your dad's a really good guy. Your mom's a really good woman. So you have the, the thing that everybody wants because I'm from divorce. I didn't see that. So I'm like, you have that thing that I'm looking for and you spotted it and you saw it. That's the secret ticket. It's like seeing the right person and not like— the image of the hundred things on a wish list, which really irritates the, you know, F out of me. I'm like, stop with the wish list. I know. Like the basics need to be married. You want to get married? He wants to get married. You want to have kids? He wants to have kids. If you're born again, you know, whatever, and she, he's Jewish, it's not going to work. It's not going right. to work. Right. So you have to have the same values, morals and values. And at the end of the day, have a lot in common. Now, the, the science has told us it's two things you like to do together, which means you could learn together something and you do it. Like we always wanted to learn how to, you know, fly fish, whatever. And we do it together, right? And then the other thing is laughter. Do you have two things you like to do together? And do you laugh? Not all the time. It's not going to be a stand-up comedian. But do you get his inside jokes? Do you like them every so often? Does it make you gilligal and feel sexy? <laughs> That's the guy. But we give this, you know, the, the idea of what they want. And, right. and this— I drank Heineken for a year because I wanted him to think that I was cool and I liked beer. But you don't I like beer? I fucking hate Heineken. Oh my God, that's so t- okay. You're I not lived, getting them I, I as a sponsor. I in an Airstream. I'm not, I love you, Heineken. But <laughs> Corona, on the other hand. Oh, I love Corona. I love Corona. With a, a lime in it. Oh, like it's so good. Prison cold. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, you guys. You know how much I love talking about hair. You guys want big, beautiful, effortless waves just in time for back to school? The answer is yes, you do. The Conair Double Ceramic Waver is designed with not just one, but three barrels for deep, continuous waves. Plus, the doable ceramic technology provides even and consistent heat 
fast styling and long lasting waves. I actually have it in my hair right now. It's long, it's beautiful, it doesn't hurt your hair. With the instant heat up, 30 heat settings for every hair type and turbo heat boost for those difficult to style spots, it's easy to get the waves you crave. The wide range of heat options let you customize styling for flawless results so you can be back to school beautiful. With full flowing waves now so quick and easy to create at home, you'll always be selfie ready on campus and off. Skip the salon and save time. Big beautiful waves at home, no salon appointments needed. What's not to love? Get your waiver delivered to your door just in time for back to school. Ordering this back to school essential for beautiful bombshell waves is easy. To order, just go to conair.com and search waiver. All right. So my girlfriends mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. they're over the apps. Is there any yes. secrets yes. to the apps that no. they should, like, the you apps, can give them? I mean, I'm trying to do the next app. So the apps have terrible algorithm to it because it's not the app's fault. It's the fact that they don't care whether you find love. They just want to sell super likes and boosts. And God bless Whitney on Bumble because she did come up with a concept that nobody has. But she didn't know that the passive-aggressive male was going to be attracted to Bumble and say, you chase me. You know, that kind of douchey guy. But the apps don't— Do you believe in chasing? No, not at all. Nick and I would not get along. Okay, just so you know. Because (laughs) I do not believe in chasing. I believe in suggestions after you get into a serious monogamous relationship. Like, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. But no, the man has to be the man. I'm all about the alpha to the beta. How many dates before you have sex? Um, you need to get monogamy. You can get it on the first date. You just It's a risk. You can get it on the first date. Like I had it once on the first date and I was like, he had been circling me for a while because men make decisions faster than women. Okay, talk about that. My husband always says this. Uh-huh. Men make decisions. They know like, yeah. he's like, I knew I was going to marry you. He goes, I knew I wanted to marry you. Yeah. So Michelle, five years. Yeah. She's my producer. <laughs> she has her left hand is bare. Yeah. Well, because and- are you living with him, Michelle? Yeah. Okay, that's why. Oh, Michelle, you can't live with a guy without a ring and a date. You want to know a little secret? I'm going to give you my book and we're going to, there's a chapter on how to get the ring in there. How to get the ring. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I had done it many, many times. Yeah. Well, we I all have. a guy in France. I lived with them in New York. I, bro- I, I broke every with- rule in my book. So like, <laughs> I know this works. Okay. So I had been dating Super. We were for sure going to get married. I would not. Uh-huh. I would not move out of my house until I had a ring on my finger. The day that— Boundaries, finally, girl. I, ha- I started to have boundaries. I don't have a lot of boundaries. I try to have boundaries. That's a boundary. That's a huge boundary. I know. I got boundaries. And also, he'd been married, so he has that M gene, which is like once they've been married once and they sort of like it, even if it's the wrong person— They'll do it again. Yeah, he was only married yeah. for like five but months. He, but he, but pulled, he, the he trigger, pulled the trigger. And that's like the other one didn't. Enrique didn't. No. So there's a big difference. The thing is, I would suggest to her to, I would have a whole talk with her. So you basically sit down in the sober light of day. You get him going with, you don't have cocktails because you don't want him to get cloudy with alcohol. You sit down, you go to the juice bar. You're in the sober light of day, a bright white place like this, okay? And you say to him, look, what's your plan? You don't fill in the blanks. You let him answer. So the awkward pause ensues. No verbal diarrhea. Right, right. There you go. The awkward pause. The awkward pause. Let it go. And then he has to come up with the plan. He's been with you five years. He knows better. He can't say I don't have any money. It's the pandemic. I don't know what's happening with my job. That's bullshit. Because you'll take any ring. You're not saying, go buy me the five-carat diamond. You're saying, I want to be claimed just like, you know, in the old days before they got married, they got the promise ring. You want to be claimed. You want to know what's going on. When are we getting married? Are we having children? Michelle, because have you ever I, had the conversation? Yeah. 
<laughs> but wait, and how did it go? How, what does he say to you so I can give you like how to retort back? Okay, okay. He does want to get married. He's younger than me. Doesn't matter. How many years younger? Two. What is? How Two. Old is that's not younger. That's Michelle. not younger. That's. Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. matter. He's been with you for five years of your life that you could have been looking for another person. He took you off the market. You know, he invested in this company. You want to go public right now. You know what I mean? That's basically (laughs) what's happening. You're not going to keep working at this company with no return on your investment. How long is too long to date someone? My girlfriend's been dating for someone for seven years. That's and too long. And now she pretends like she doesn't want to get married. You're not supposed to go. If you want the best part. She doesn't want to get married. Yeah, of course now. not. Because she has to define why she's there. But you don't go past a year. A year? Mm-mm. Even if you're in your 20s, you don't. Men are like dogs. If you keep feeding them, they won't know when to stop. They don't know what's the, what's the good wagyu beef from the crappy that you buy chuck roast. They will just keep eating and eating and eating. You got, they're like Pavlov's dogs. You got to train them. So they don't know better. Their corpus callosum is not as big as ours. That's science. They don't think, feel, and do. They only think and do on one side of the brain. If it's working, why fix it? All right. So Michelle, my um, wonderful, fabulous, beautiful producer, has been dating a guy for five mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So Michelle. Yes. Tell me the conversation when you sit down and say, what's your plan? Where are we going? What's happening? So talk to me. Well, what? his whole excuse is money. Okay, that's bullshit. Tell him you will take any ring as long as you have a date set up for the wedding. Okay, I think that's a good one. Yeah. Now, he's going to be embarrassed if the ring is not nice because what does he do for a living? He works in fashion. (laughs) He is not going to let people see that ring and go, what kind of crappy ring did you buy? (laughs) No, he will not. So that's one of the reasons why. Is Is the mom in favor of you getting married or not? I hope so. Well, no, you should know that after five years. I know she likes, she likes you. Likes Everyone me. likes Michelle. How could you not like you? You take no prisoners, but just the, wow. But did the mother say to? But did the mother say to you, "Listen, I want to get married. I want you to marry. I want grandchildren." Does she say that to you guys? No. Uh, okay, so the mother's not in favor. The mother's not in favor. That's the opposite. Uh-oh. So the mother's not in favor. So now he does he care more about his family things because that's what I'm picking up from him psychically. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe the, the mother would have given you a ring by now. And said, I got a tchotchke that was left from God knows grandmother 300 years ago. Here you go. So you say sit down, sober, not drinking, mm-hmm. have the conversation. Juice bar. In Ju- the middle of the day. Because you can't have sex in the middle of the day in the middle of the juice bar. Well, some people could, but this would be a rare incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah some, some, some sex pervs would. But you're like, you want to get to business. And you want to say it like, she's not ready to walk away. You can hear, oh, it's okay. Five years is fine. We're in, like really young. I can hear her in her voice. You have to be serious. Like, I, I do not want to go another day unless I'm married. Once you make the decision, that defines the action. you got to have an action from the decision. Schaefer and, and, just and, got engaged. Right, and she didn't and, say, I did the same look, thing. And that ring is stunning. Oh, it's stunning. not ostentatious. It's not like you're trying to impress anyone. That's a ring you could wear every day. Because I'm not big into the big rings. I think they look ridiculous. And by the way, that is a man. But a man could be 18 years old. How like, old is not, Ryan? Ryan's 33, but I, I'm very blunt. I told him I want to be engaged this year. Yeah, but he's a man. He stepped up. Yeah. You, you know, I— my, I do think age is—I do think, though, I mean, 33 and 25. Patty, they're I'm, five years. No, I know. It's not like they met yesterday at a college. They're five freaking years. They've been going out for five years. She's 27. He's 25. It's like time. It's like pishing it off the pot, as, oh, the, as the Yiddish say, you know, like the Jews say. I'm one of them. I can say that. You know, my mother would say that. So it's like, you, enough's enough. It's like, I do, because she could be dating a 30-year-old who'd want to get married. I know. 
I listen. I and that's by the, the way, the that, eggs are fre- and the eggs are fresh right now. And I recommend you getting your egg, your eggs frozen. She's All 20, girls. She's twenty seven. Every single girl at a college needs to get their eggs frozen. And instead of going to Europe, which we're not going to the pandemic, you go get. Your, I don't care if you have to put it on a payment plan on your credit card. Because this a will lot take of companies the pressure. Are now, not a lot of companies. Listen, I did it. I put the why pressure I'm with you, because but. you don't. I'm adopted, and I, my mother couldn't have children back in the day. There was no IVF, so you have to realize this pressure that we are under. We were when I was growing up. It was like you know you're more likely to get hit by a terrorist than get married and have babies, right? And after 35, you're dead. It's like you're geriatric. You're never going to. I mean, even though we see the celebrities doing because they have all the money and they all have twins. The bottom line is that I think all girls should do this. This is an investment in your future. Fuck him. And this is about you, not him. I, I'm a little blunt here today. No, but I, I'm I, tough love. I, I, but that's why, you know, you are the Simon Cowell of dating. But I, <laughs> I, Simon's gonna love it. I agree with you in terms of if you do not set boundaries, if they just, if you just keep going and they will, they, it, they will not, most of them will not. Some of them will. Like you said, they'll step up. Ryan stepped up. But he also knew she wanted it. I think you're gorgeous and she stunning. Gorgeous and I and think so like, smart. those eyes of yours are going to make any man land on you. You're taking yourself out of contention. So you need some deep thinking. You need to go to the mat, you know, and, you know, call on Jesus right now. Because I'm telling you right now, <laughs> this is like serious time. Because I don't want to see her waste another five years. And then she's going to get resentful. You know how those women? I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get resentful. I dated this. Yeah kid for and I I totally I I resent it from like that's and that's where the bitter women come from they turn into bitter nasty women we're just going to take a quick break and we'll get right back to you and guys if you're like me you're constantly juggling having demands of a work-life balance you can understand that it's really important to have a great self-care routine and truthfully the better I eat the better I feel The problem is even on my best days I can't eat three balanced meals in one day so I supplement Unfortunately, I can't get behind about 99% of the products on the market. They're either overly processed or honestly, I just don't believe their label claims. Then one day, memory walked into my life. Memory isn't like other whole food powders. It actually tastes good because they literally do the job of about four different products. I get my daily greens mix, ultra clean plant-based protein powder, fiber heavy gut solution, and most importantly, daily cognitive support. So you guys don't have to suffer from having mom brain. You mamas know what I'm talking about. And honestly, it's so easy to incorporate into my daily routine. I make a smoothie when I have time. And when I don't, I simply add it to water and feel that much better about myself. One eight ounce glass contains over a serving of leafy greens, veggies, 10 grams of plant-based protein, six grams of fiber, prebiotics, and absolutely zero added sugars or sweeteners. My favorite flavor is the base. It has a light hint of vanilla that goes well with everything. Who doesn't love vanilla? Memory is giving our listeners 30% off. That's right. At checkout, when they head to yourmemory.com forward slash lipstick, I recommend taking full advantage and trying them all. That's Y-O-U-R-M-E-M-O-R-E.com forward slash lipstick for 30% off at checkout. So let's talk about when someone gets a divorce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. That's great. Best kept secret are the divorce men. I love divorce men. Why I do tell you love every- divorce men? Because they can commit and they know how to be in a marriage. Divorce men are fantastic. As long as you want kids and they're willing to have an extra one, like there's always a parent to spare in that kingdom. I think divorce men are the best kept secret. More than the men who like go on forever and never get married. 
Some of my girlfriends who are in late 30s are like, it's over for me. I should just have a kid on my oh own. Oh, my God. And I know. I'm like, Pat, you've got it. Like, I literally. Oh, my God. Four of them. I, I I'm like, I'm talking them. to Patty. T- give them advice. Oh, my God. That is crazy. You are in your prime. Your sexual prime, by the way. Go out and have fun. Because this is like, you don't get that later on in life. Trust me. I'm in menopause. And one of the things that I think that's missing is women are told their net worth from men. Not from women. We're told like how much we're worth. Our looks aren't good enough. We need to get skinnier or prettier. I'm not enough. My, one of my best friends is Marissa Peer, that famous hypnotherapist. She tells me all the time, everybody goes back to I am not enough. So if you keep saying that you're not a fine wine, you need to know that you're the deal, not him. I know. That you can walk away from him. He's, he's going to cry. Gloria Steinem got married at 60 to Christian Bale's father, even though he passed away. But she did it when she was ready to do it. She didn't want to get married for years until she met her match. And the thing is, men and women are getting married every single day, 18 to 80. We don't hear these stories. We hear the story like, you're not hot enough, you're not good enough, you have to go out and buy the supermodel, you know, the teeny weeny young supermodel, 25-year-old, the Instagrammer, the influencer. I don't think the, I don't think the old men do that. Because the old they, men, but yeah, not because, my friends. Because their prostate's probably not working and their penis isn't fantastic and they don't work out and they just got a lot of money and they're famous or Ugh. they're successful. And they're like, even when you see the actors do it, like I sit there and I look at a 50-year-old actor and he's dating a 25-year-old. I'm like, what do they talk about after they have sex? Like, what, I mean, like, do they even know the same music and, and movies? Like, what do you say? You can't even use those references. They no. would go, a girl would go, huh, what? You know? You know, what's, 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 you know, Duran Duran? I never heard of them, you know, like stuff like that. And I just sit there and go, how is that possible? But, you know, they do it because they're trying to prove something to everybody else. You need to date what makes you feel good. And you need to get yourself to the place where you know you're the deal, not him. Do you coach women and men? Yes. You do. Both of them. Are you kidding? I have to do so much cleaning out. I got to find that soul all the way in the bottom of there, you know, whatever. And what do you ask them? I ask them, where did you come up with this ideology? Everything comes from high school. How you felt in high school. So those frumpty fat guys who have those hot girlfriends, they didn't get the cheerleader in high school. That's their net worth. I made money to get the cheerleader. That's what it was. So now she recognizes me because she didn't recognize me in high school. Then you see a hot guy who makes money and you're like, he didn't date a 10. He's dating a seven or an eight. And you're going, why? He says, I already had the hot girls. They're high maintenance. I want someone I can hang out with and bro with. It's weird. You, you'll see all different types of people. But the thing that I learned is what I know now, if I had known in my 20s, I would have ruled the world. I didn't learn all this till later on in life. And I didn't listen to my mother. She was great at this. And I terribly didn't. We'd walk around Publix Market when she had cancer in Miami. She had a babushka on her head. And the men were flocking and she had a wedding ring and she was married. And I said, what is that? She goes, I have the S factor, which means sex factor because she knows her network. She feels good in her skin. She knows she can get any man. She's interesting. She's riveting. It's not like she's gorgeous. She has that aura that people want to be around. I agree with that. I do think that so much of dating is that it's not the games because look, no. you do. Let me ask you one quick question. Do you believe like in the beginning when you're dating someone to be kind of cool. You mean like not call him back or something? No, because I said, if you don't call your boss back, what would happen? You'd get fired, right? So I say to people, if you can wait a little time, but if you go three days later, he's on to someone else. This is, we live in a social media time where people are like, okay, you didn't like me next. I'm going to, you know, everyone's getting ghosted. Everyone's getting submarine. It's where the guy comes up, looks around and says, yeah, let's date. And then then they disappear for weeks and weeks and they come back up again. You're like, wait, I thought I lost that guy. He came, just came back. And then they keep doing this. (laughs) So they're always like, they call it a little, it's like breadcrumbing, but it's a little bit more like, 
I'm with you for three days. Then I disappear. Then I come back again. And it's like drives women crazy. It drives my girlfriends crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's called submarine. There's diff- there's phantoming. There's all these different terms now. But the bottom line is people are taking advantage of other people and you're allowing it. Would you allow this in business, in no. a job, in a career? And if you're doing a business deal, would you allow your business partner to abuse you like that? No, you disperse the company and you'd walk away. What, Same thing. What would make you tell someone to, instead of swipe right or swipe mm. left, like mm. to take the date, to let's go. Let's I think you have to make your five non-negotiables. So okay, what are those? So five non-negotiables. There are five things you must have. And then I give you two physical quirks. So it's about seven things. So two physical, like I like hair and height. And I can work with their body and make them in shape. <laughs> and I can redress them. I just need hair and height. That's what I need. My husband was wearing white socks. I'm like, oh my we're God. good. We're going to just change that. We change the wardrobe. Where did he grow up? Granada Hills. Okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah. so they don't know. So hair and height was my thing. You he know, has hair and height. Right. I go, you know, he's really tall, right? Was he Jewish, by the way? No. Okay. So um, he's hair and height. And then we have this whole other thing where um, five things I need. So if I want to get married, he wants to get married. I want to have children, he wants to get children. I, the same religion. We want to live in the same place. What which do you think most about people, socioeconomic differences? Well, this is the thing. Most girls, we have more women in college now who are making more money than ever, even though we're not getting equal pay for equal dollar because of the, you know, the patriarchy of the world. Exactly. So in that respect, they have a right to date equal or above. So anybody who comes to me and says, you know, she's only interested in money. I'm just like, she's a Harvard degree. She went to law school. Like, dude, get away. Like, they, she's out of your league. But if a woman is okay being the alpha to the beta, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. You know, Do you think it, it works? No, because eventually by age 40, if they've had kids, they're like, I'm exhausted. Okay. And I don't feel good anymore. And I feel resentful. Like, you always see them at the, the executives at the studio. They marry the cameraman. And then they're the head of development. And I'm like, this is never going to work. And she's breeding three <laughs> children later. I'm like, it's never going to happen. You know? <laughs> I, like, I like the five, seven things. Yeah. And it's simple. Because if you do the wish list and you, st- I mean, it's not like you can't, like I have this um, course where I teach you write a letter to God or your spiritual mentor or someone you believe in, higher power shit. And I said, write the letter as though it already happened because I'm very into law of attraction. I'm Me from too. the Neville Goddard school of system more than Abraham. I'm like, go live in the end. So write the letter like it happened and say, what if it happened? What would it feel like to you? What would it look like to you? Can you spot it in a crowd? You know, Do you know right away if it's not, it's not the yeah, one? Yeah, usually. And I'll ignore it. When I was younger, I ignored it because of sexual chemistry because I was really sexual and I had to have that, you know, that rise, that, that real feeling. But then the rest of the stuff was crap. I didn't want to push it away because I wanted to have the experience. Now, that's okay when you're young. You just can't do that like in your 30s and 40s when you want the real deal because you're wasting time then. You don't want to waste time. I hate time wasters. They're my pet peeve. I hate wasting time. It's like the vortex of time. I think it's because we're Gemini's. We're Gemini's. I was just about to say that. We're we're Gemini's. Gemini's. What day is your birthday? May 31st. My mom was June 19th. My son is June 19th and I'm May 25th. Yeah, there's like 20 of us in this room right now. (laughs) Literally. No, but I like being a Gemini. I love it. I'm Gemini rising too. And I'm an astrologer, so I really know my chart. I think I'm Cancer rising. Oh, so you're seventh house Capricorn. Yeah, you would have to. What does that mean? you would marry the CEO of a company. Mm. That's okay, that's because okay. that means that would feel safe for you. You would like, I like feeling feeling, safe. Yeah, you're all about But I also too. can't be too safe. No, 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 no. I mean, because like, I he's got to be fun. You yeah, can't, I can't like. Like Bradley can, Cooper's a Capricorn. You know what I mean? I love mean? Bradley. He's a Yeah, he's a good so it, it works in every genre. It's just like Scott's creative and, you know, it's like third at Netflix. I do like, yeah. I do like left brain, right brain. Yeah. I, and you want someone mentally to challenge you because if yeah. he's stupid, you can't date him. Oh, God, no. 
I mean, like a lot of people could date stupid people that are hot. I can't do that. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I want to. I used to want to. I wanted the nerd, but I couldn't do it. You know? I, I kind of wanted like the hot guy that was dumb. I was I like, could I get either. a hot nerd in Silicon Valley, please? <laughs> Raise your hand. No. <laughs> Seriously. The next Facebook. No. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple of things in common. Okay. Just for you guys. We right. go to the same doctor. We go to Vital Life. We go to Dr. Reed. Dr. Yeah. Dominique Reed. Who's amazing. And a lot of people go to her. A lot of people go to yeah. her. We actually both have autoimmune issues. Right. Now you have Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. I have hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. Quickly, before she sat down, she was like, you know, I've basically cured my right. heart. Tell but me. Doctor, okay. So I got poisoned by a very famous doctor during the pandemic who overprescribed. She's well known. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to hurt her business. And Dr. Reed came to me through my nutritionist who also works for bulk. Who's your nutritionist? Sam Grant. Oh, yeah. She saved my life. She's one of my best friends. And so she looked at my labs and I go to Dr. Mercy, who's my gyno, who also is friends with Dr. Reed. So it's like a triple effect. And they're like, your cholesterol's through the roof. I don't have cholesterol problems. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? And your estrogen and your, your testosterone, everything's a mess. And I didn't feel good. And Reed said, okay, your Hashimoto's, your thyroid's out of whack, this thing, thing. We're so gonna- Hashimoto's, just really quickly, is mean right. it's like your, sometimes your hypothyroidism right. and sometimes your hyperthyroid. So sometimes your metabolism is really half, The fast. antibodies are attacking the thyroid. Right. So, and you can't stop it. Now, if you go online and you have this, whether you got it in menopause, I got it, I crashed into menopause and got it. Some people get it after pregnancy. I got it Some people, like- Ali Shapiro, my goddaughter, Jill Zarin's uh, daughter, she got it in teens. So it depends where you're going. So it's usually puberty, hormones, things with hormone relations. So I'm going to Dr. Reed, and she's French and fantastic and knows everything. And she says to me, I'm going to fix this. So she starts fixing it. And she says, but there's one thing I need you to do is eat clean. I said, look, I'm gluten-free, I'm paleo, I'm this. She goes, stay that way. And I started researching herbs I was friends with the medical medium because my ex-boyfriend from college— Do you college, know him? And, I've always yes, wanted to meet him. Yeah. I'd die to have so him on my podcast. I'll, I'll get him for you. So my ex-boyfriend's best friends with him. Now, I don't agree with all this stuff, but I do it because fruit can't save everything. <laughs> but I do agree with the herbs, learning how to do the supplements and the herbs. And that's what Sam and I, Sam and I are trying to do a line for people like you and I. Now, we took a year— during the pandemic, she cleans me up. I'm eating as clean as can be, living at Air One, this grocery gourmet store. In, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's like, it's like you know, Whole Foods on um, crack. Crack, yeah. And um, I'm drinking bone broth and I'm doing everything right. And all of a sudden, my thyroid evened out. We went seven months, three tests. She's like, your thyroid's perfect. And this is like never heard of because you never have so that. give me what like, you eat in a day. Um, so like I fast. I do intermittent fasting up till about 12. But sometimes now I'm going into autophagy. So I'm doing more than 16 hours. I can do up to 20. I'm usually good about three, four o'clock. Then I eat a meal. I'm good and I'm that. all about protein. So I'm like protein. I won't do keto because I get sick on keto. I get terrible headaches on it. So um, I'll do like protein. Maybe I'll have some eggs and I'll eat some. Uh, I love birch blenders, paleo waffles. They're my favorite. I'll put avocado on it. You know, I might have some eggs with that. And then I might have a protein shake, you know. So protein, protein, and protein. I lo- and I use Reese Witherspoon's yoga instructor is one of my friends, Kirshan, who's also oh, yeah. my trainer. She'd make, Reese makes the most amazing, I think it's on her Instagram, by the way green juicy. So I'll do that. Like it's got all the good stuff. Like it's got, you know, it's got coconut water in it. It's got almond milk in it. It's got green um, stuff like spinach and stuff. She puts like almond butter and like green apples and it's just like a lemon and you're done. And it's very alkalizing. So you want to keep your body alkalized. Do you drink? 
I don't drink. Now, the reason I don't drink is because I get cluster headaches and migraines, but I used to, and I miss my tequila. We're having a real hard time. And I own a wine that I'm about to relaunch my wine. Oh, really? So I'm going to figure out. What kind? White, rosé, We're doing a red. um, A really high-end, like $100 wine uh, from one of my clients' winery in Washington State. But I own PS Match, which is a sparkling red. It's a little sugary. But it's, you know, it's like, it's light. It's refreshing. It's not a lot of alcohol. Do you do peptides? Yes, I do the peptides with her. Um, I do the AOD. That's my favorite. I don't think I do the AOD. AOD is the one you don't need to lose weight. So I do the AOD for losing weight. I want that one. Okay, it's amazing. Dr. Reed, I'm calling And I also do the sugar pill. What's the sugar pill? It's like you take to make your sugar even out. It's not metformin, is it? No, it's not metformin. It's another, it's not a metformin. It's more um, bioidentical because I do bioidenticals. I do hormones and stuff like that. I do testosterone and progesterone and all that stuff. And then I do a ton of supplements. Like my immunity was through the roof. She gave me glutacone, glutathione, uh-huh. yeah. I think it's called. I take that. And I t- with the spray in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. My labs were amazing last week. My liver, everything, my immunity was through the roof. So like COVID could be gone. You know, it was like amazing. I, she had me sprayed on my feet too. Oh, I haven't done that one. Feet. I want to do that. But yeah. I just got her cream that tightens the skin. I have it on right now. I just got it yesterday. So it's I got so that. Good. So we got, so you, you learn that. And then what happens is the food that you put in your body is 80% of the deal. And it balances you out. 80-20. Right. And I'm going to be writing a book with Sam on how to do this because there is no literature out there. And they don't. You look under- amazing. Thank you. I'm and si- you're skinny. And, and I'm 60. I know, and I just what you, stopped. What, <laughs> and what kind of makeup do you like? I get my makeup done. I'm like lazy. I'm terrible. I'm not like you. I can't put my face together and make a pretty. No, I got my makeup I, done. I, I, I use Becca. I know, but you, Becca, you I love prob- Becca. but you're a supermodel. You could do that whole thing that I don't. I don't know. I watch influencers, Tati Westbrook, and all that. I learn her little tricks and stuff, but I'm not really good at it. Any skincare phase? Oh, um, you know, I just got a new one, and I forgot what it's called. It's um. It's for menopause, and it made, it made my skin come back. And I love Dr. Harushka's um, day cream, oh. which is amazing to put under your makeup. It makes your skin smooth as silk. I was Harushka. blown away. Yeah, Dr. Harushka day cream. I've never seen anything like this before. My, one of my makeup artists turned me on because it was getting drier from the weather, mm-hmm. especially in the summer and the fires and all that stuff. And so she's like, you got to try this. And it blew my mind. Because a lot of stuff you'll put on, and you'll hit like the mirror and shit. And then you're like, it doesn't do anything. I know. And and it's three hundred dollars. Like, you're, what are you talking about? So I, I and I exper- and I experiment a lot. And we'll list um, everything on MollySims.com. Okay, it wouldn't be lipstick on the rim if we didn't do a little rapid fire. Okay. Texting or talking on the phone? I'm talking on the phone. Can you touch your toes without bending your legs? No, probably not. <laughs> I had to think about that one. No. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. Funny, exciting, and sexy. What's your biggest pet peeve? Time wasters. People that waste your time and they have an agenda like they're going to use you. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Their eyes. Because that's the mirror of the soul. If you could use one word to describe your computer ability skills, what would it be? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I suck at it. I literally have assistance for all this stuff. I'm terrible. I didn't grow up with the computer, but I am really good at my phone. What's the best thing about you? That I like to help people. That I'm a good helper. Patty, if you could go back to your 10-year-old oh. self, what would you, what um, advice would you give yourself? Listen to your mother. I know, right? Your kids are going to love that one. Listen to your mother. You know, she knows funny. all. It's funny. <laughs> I um, just built a house um, in New York in the Hamptons. And if you go into the powder room, the main one, <laughs> you go around the corner, it says there's just a little small 8 by 12 call your mother. She worries. It's so cute. And it's just framed perfectly. Brooks goes in there and he's like, mom. I'm like, 
You'll always no, be they're gonna, gonna let me tell you something. Your all mother. roads lead back to your mother someday. She's really your best friend. You just have to know that. I mean, the boys might have a harder time, but the girls know that, I think. Are you dating again? I'm trying to date. I'm How? Looking. It must be so hard. Uh, it's to, so hard. To, to I don't date. even know where to look anymore. I'm like, I'm trying to do this. You so have to hire your own match. You have wait, to hire a matchmaker. I actually just called a friend of mine who's a matchmaker. But the thing that I'm going to try to do is I have a clubhouse every week at 7 p.m. Um, Tuesday night. And we answer all your questions. And a lot of women over 40 and 50 come in. And I said, I got to do this for these girls. If nothing else, I have to be the poster girl and figure it out. Because where do you go? Like Saturday night, I'm going out for dinner with a couple to Westlake because they're like, you need to meet a man in Westlake. You, need, you know what I mean? You need to meet a man in Calabasas. But again, it's going. I'm going out of my comfort zone. You guys can also um, buy Patty's book. It's called Become Your Own Matchmaker. Eight Easy Steps for Attracting Your Perfect Mate. You're amazing. And no, you I mean, are. Honestly, I had so much fun. It went too fast. I know. I'm like, I, we're, we're going to have Patty back. We have a because, part two. Yeah. You know, dating and, and finding the one and, you know. You and me and Nick, we should do it. <laughs> we should do the three of us because it would be so interesting to see me. I would show Trump him. It would oh be fun. God. I listen to him and I'm going, yes, no. Yeah. Like, even when I look him on his Instagram, I'm like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, You no. have to go on his as well. I know. He's, really? He's funny. He's good. All right, you guys, that's a wrap on this week's episode of Lipstick on the Rim. Patty, you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Be sure to turn in next week. You guys are going to be obsessed. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim and Molly B. Sims or my website where you can dive just a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and more at mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. Wanted to give a special thanks to my team, Ashley Gasparian, Schaefer Carrillo, Ashley Sanchez, and Michelle Harrison and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. 